0: Hey what's happening everybody, this is now episode number eight of the Lifting Ugly Podcast with myself Craig and it's your boy Alki, what's good? There we go, what's happening man, how's how's life been treating you?
1: Uh, busy, quite busy, today and tomorrow are Fridays and Saturdays are usually my two stacked days throughout the entire week so it's about to be a long 48 hours. <clears throat> A
0: lot of sleep that you've been able to uh, catch up on, so that you can pre- be prepared.
1: Yeah, actually, I've been uh, I've been sleeping pretty decently. I got to train twice this week, which not terrible. I, I wanted to hit deads today, but it's just it's just gonna make tonight even worse if I do. So I'm probably just gonna do it tomorrow.
0: I did see some uh, pretty sweet uh, shirtless benching
1: going on. You know, I uh, I had the garage door closed. I started my workout with a jacket and sweatpants, and I started to overheat like a mofo. So I was like, uh, we're just going to pop the tarp off, you know? <laughs> we're going to get some douchebag sets in there. <laughs> there you go. you get some nice mirror flexes as well? There's not a single mirror down there, which is pretty nice. Oh. I don't get to see my shoes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> there is no shame if it cannot be seen. No, not at all. <laughs> so cool. So you're going to plan on hitting dead zone tomorrow? Get probably. Nine nine? Um, I really wanted to today. Um, I got up at 9 and uh, stomach wasn't feeling too hot. So I'll uh, probably end up doing it tomorrow. And then I work uh, a double tonight. So I didn't want to be all lethargic and half asleep during my shift.
0: Yeah, I, I had planned on, so like I said, I got up early, clients, and then I recorded the interview. And mm-hmm. then I was gonna, um, I was gonna hit deads in between. Yeah, And then I had like a impromptu client meeting that I was not expecting to have that kind of settled in the middle of all that. Ooh. So yeah, so I, I put some pre-workout in and then, Pretty much have just sat on it ever since. So that's. <laughs> did you that drink it? Fun. Um, yeah, it's it's the the oral pre workout. So I went. I I did end up with a little bit of a headache. And thank you for uh, specifying
1: with the oral pre workout and not the uh yeah. the <laughs> latter, not, not the suppository pre workout. Yeah. If
0: uh, if there was an easier way to do it, then I would do it that way. <laughs>
1: Just the caffeine pill, right in the keister. <laughs> Just uh, oh, and I'm
0: ready to go. <laughs> Boop. But no, the other the other oral pre
1: workout. Oh, I see. Yeah, one well, that not changes the, your face color.
0: Yeah, not the uh, not the uh, drinkable.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I understand.
0: So now I'm hoping. Let's see. I have to go. Yeah, maybe this afternoon. Or I may just do the same as you and it'll be just be tomorrow. By the time I get all that done. Yep. And that's just That'll the way be. it's going to happen. It's the way it goes sometimes. Yeah. Can't complain too much. I did not at all. I, I, I adjusted everything to more volume kind of stuff this week anyway. Yeah. Uh, to give my shoulder a little bit of rest. And so my, my bench was a three fifteen volume work. Yeah. Wasn't too bad. Three sets of ten. I was able to lock it in, so I didn't really, it, it didn't really do too much to it. So I was pretty happy yeah, with that. That's good. And then I did an AMRAP afterwards at two twenty-five
1: for twenty-five. Gross. Yeah, that's that's foul. It felt great. Mm-hmm. It t- took me well, back. Yeah the the volume uh, is definitely kicking my ass right now. My chest and legs are still sore from Monday and Tuesday. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> like. For sure. It's, it's a whole
0: different animal. That, yeah, that Oh, yeah, it's awful. But
1: until I decide what I want to do, I'm just going to keep doing volume so I can just keep slimming down. What are you down to these days? Um, I'm still fluctuating between 315 to 320. Because my eating schedule I, is just so ass backwards.
0: I weighed yesterday. That was like... Yes, probably a little bit heavier today. Just, yeah, probably a little more water intake. But yesterday was 266. Oh, wow. I have not been in the 260s. It's probably been like three years since I've been in the 260s. Oh, wow. That's that's solid. Yeah. And power still appears to be there. So I'm, uh,
1: you know, I'm happy with it. I mean, the way I see it, as long as you're still slamming protein and whatnot and you're prioritizing that, you're still gonna, I mean, you're gonna lose a little bit of strength, but nothing that's crazy substantial and that's i think a lot of what uh you know
0: in the the quote unquote bulking or power lifting yeah. we get into the uh oh i can eat whatever i want because i just need oh the, the fuel and the energy and
1: uh, let me tell you i've done <laughs> it and it's exhausting
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> it just it's, it's it's also that much more weight your body has to move which requires that much more energy
1: no, I've, I was scrolling. I was scrolling through my pictures the other day. Gotta see if I can find it. It was, it was a picture of me and my singlet. It's me and Keenan. Um, I'm on the deadlift platform, and he's sitting next, like kind of off to the side, like you. Or he was sitting on the bench, and I was deadlifting. Oh my God! Here it is. Just, just a chungus. <laughs> that's, that's one beefy, beefy man there. God, that was. Just 360 and miserable constantly. <laughs> the fun the fun of tying shoes at that weight. Oh, wiping my ass, tying my shoes, going upstairs, eating, like just winded, everything.
0: Heavy <laughs> <laughs> breathing, you just eat God. Oh, oh, wow. so, yeah.
1: Just, <laughs> don't really wipe and sweat. Oh god. Oh, yeah, exactly. Every time I go to dinner, I'd have to keep like a handkerchief for my forehead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh everything's serious business when you get that weight oh my
1: god yeah it's no kidding
0: oh so yeah so anyway it's nice to be it's nice to be a little bit lighter Mm -hmm. everything seems to be moving equally as well so nice uh, you know went to a family function my brother's like geez are you losing weight i was like yes Yes. (laughs) you see that's like what the hell did you just say to me yeah but, uh, yeah, I'm down to like the third notch on my on my weight belt. So i just, you know,
1: just wasting away. I mean, bad. I can get down to my deadlift bar a lot easier, so I'm pretty happy yeah. about that. Like, I can okay. brace up at the top and sink myself down and get to the bar yes. now. And still stay in,
0: in And still position. stay in position. That's nothing. See, if you can do that, then you know you're making progress. Mm-hmm.
1: But you don't have mm-hmm. to get down there and be like, oh.
0: Oh. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, it's like exhale yeah. every, yeah, <laughs> everything,
1: get down to the bar, try and get as much air as possible, and then slip my back again. <laughs> yeah. So safety first. Safety sometimes first sometimes. always, children.
0: Sometimes we we have to lose weight to stay safe.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, Got to take care of ourselves out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. So let's well, I mean, attack the face of the week just because it will be real quick. There's only oh, one nice. submission this week, so he is dramatic winner. And that would be uh, old Randall. Randall Gallegos. Yeah. Or as the white people would call him, Randall Gallegos. Yeah. <laughs> in, in the white <coughs> terms. Um, mm-hmm. It is a pretty good face. I don't know if you. It did, is. Did
1: you? Did you did I you did see that? it. I did it see it. It looks
0: like he is taking a very solid poo at. Uh, yeah.
1: Like something is really just opening him up.
0: yeah so mm-hmm. regardless of if he's the only one or not it is uh, it is a well-deserved face so it is so, um, you know we're gonna we're gonna give Randy some cheering and some applause that you can't hear but it's so I will uh, for anyone who didn't see it I will post uh, Randy's Randy's face and, and acknowledge his his win. Uh, mm-hmm. later, later today, and then I don't know, he's kind of cheap, and, and so I don't know if he's gonna <laughs> take the opportunity to use the discount code to buy anything, but he'll at least have the opportunity to do it, so.
1: He'll wait till someone throws him a shirt, that piece of shit.
0: <laughs> I know. Oh, wait, do you have an extra one?
1: Oh, okay. do you have a misprint? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> here. <laughs>
0: it's a smudged one. Uh, yeah. he's, he's, he's pretty good. Uh, he's, I, I
1: He's just fun to make fun of because he's a he good is. sport about it. He's but he also yeah, I mean he tries to dish it back to his best of his yeah. ability. Yeah. He's he's a good sport,
0: and we just it's it's fun to have fun with, the, mm-hmm. with those guys that are good sports like just
1: that. a goofy looking motherfucker. <laughs> Which helps with his lifting ugly face. It does. No, I mean like it it's uh yeah. Yeah. I like it.
0: Uh all right so let's go through we'll go through some kind of i i guess we'll uh we'll hit this part and i'm coming to you from monument fitness you can follow at monument fitness on instagram uh or search Monument fitness at or on facebook everything lifting ugly lift lifting ugly you can find Instagram, Facebook, all that happy stuff. And if you so do desire, you can follow on TikTok really sorry as well. Real fast because, of, because of gayness. <laughs> and if you want to follow Al Kai, you have and you don't already, <clears throat> you will have to get a hold of him at Salty mm-hmm. underscore barbell. Mm-hmm. And if you if you cannot read or you're listening to this and not watching it, it's S-A-L-T-Y-B-O-I underscore. Hence the boy. Boy Unders- underscore barbell.
2: Mm-hmm. Get all of him
0: for all your coaching needs. Um and then if we do our best. His, that's right. If you can find him on his uh his normal uh Haman underscore hapia, um he will direct you in all your cyber terrorism needs
1: apparently I am a shadow band freak. So that's right. <laughs> hey Mr. is ridiculous.
0: You're multi you're a multi-talented fellow.
1: I'm uh apparently <laughs> just on the watch list. I'm I'm a dangerous man. <laughs> He's
0: like, a bad bad man. <laughs> bad bad man <laughs> all right then you can get a hold Stupid. of me as well for any life insurance or I I have been instructed Anyone who is looking for a tax free retirement option, um, this, I also have directions that you can go for as well as your regular life insurance needs at Craig underscore legacy underscore life for said things.
1: Mm-hmm. For
0: all of your graphic needs and art needs, Mr. Zahn at zontopia.com Zahn. or at zontopia. Get a hold of him. And if you, not if you, when you decide that you want to quit uh, being a freeloader and you ah. want to, you want to help us keep on trucking. Yeah. You can help pay for the it. podcast. That's right. Backslash <coughs> lifting ugly. And we have some uh, tiers that you can join there for all mm-hmm. of your generous donations. And I thank you in advance for any of those that might come along. And if you just want to support by buying some cool shit, you can go to lifting ugly.com for mm. all of your lifting ugly sweet apparel what kind Alex. of what
1: kind of stuff we got Craig? what kind of what kind of stuff do we, we got
0: we got some hats we got some shirts such as Kai is wearing there um, and uh, let me see if i want to let me bring this up up here and introduced This week,
1: let's see. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Oh, you're getting there. Uh, Not her. I was going to say, does it come with the chick or no? I don't believe so. That's Um, a bummer.
0: That might cost a few extra dollars.
1: Mm, And I think that's also illegal.
0: (laughs) True. So for legal purposes, no, she does not come with this. But, but you do get yeah.
1: a sweet-ass fanny pack.
0: That's right. Lift, it, has lifting, it has our Lifting logo with some, some faces. What it doesn't show, you can see some script up here. It say banging weights
1: Ooh.
0: on the top flap as Is well. that why
1: they have the hole in the middle of the plate? That's right, for banging oh, weights. Oh, wow. That's what I've been doing say. this thing all wrong.
0: See? You, you learn. You, you come here and you learn. Mm. That's what we're about. We're about education. No yeah. <laughs> so, so you stick with me, kid. I'll I'll take you places. Love it. <laughs> All right. And then I've I've been in talks. Um we are looking to produce a few things new for the new year we're looking at. Dropping sometime, uh hopefully early January. We can get those up and going. Uh, a, a couple different um uh i don't know they're not logos designs that's what it is yeah there it is a couple a couple different designs that we're gonna be putting Mm -hmm. out there um and we are let's see what other things with lifting on you.com we this weekend i'm going to be working on the coaching sections as far as being able to do online purchasing oh that's Um, coaching from either one of us that can be purchased so either nutrition coaching combinations uh, competition kind of prep and coach and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Anything related, um, we will have those sections. I should have those up by the end of this weekend. And hopefully between the two of us, we'll go back and forth on um, what the, what we're offering and, and what you're looking to get paid for such things. But all that should be by the beginning of next week, we should have that coaching. Online. Oh, that's
1: cool. Online. I like that.
0: Um, and along with <clears> that, <laughs> what we're also looking at doing is offering kind of a, uh, I hate New Year's resolutions, but it still is, it's its a time period, it's a set time that people can can just say that they are gonna start something. Yeah, so sure. we're, lo- we're looking at putting together kind of a resolution package. So, you know, it might be, you know, a, a month or three months of coaching Mm-hmm. Um, a shirt and a hat or a sweatshirt and a hat or something like that. I like that. So, yeah, that's so we'll cool. A, co- a combination where you can pick coaching from either one of us and we'll provide that for you for du- whatever duration of time we come up with. You'll get yeah. a hat and a sweatshirt uh, for, you know, X amount of dollars, whatever, whatever that. So just be on the lookout for that. Yeah, that's cool. Next, I like that. Na- next couple of weeks, we'll uh, mm-hmm. try to get all that put together.
1: We're making yeah. moves. Yeah, that's, yeah, no, I like that. That's super cool.
0: So. We're going to, that's, that's my goal this weekend. That's, that's my job this weekend is to get that. Um, because I have to have a job doing something that is going to start picking. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh God. I feel that. So,
0: all right. So that takes care of all that. So as we talked about last week, um, we do have, we had a guest. We have a guest, unfortunately she's not going to be live. I did have to record this earlier. So what we're going to be able to do, uh, it does run, let's see, where are we at in our time? We're about 18 minutes. So it does run, uh, roughly 45 ish minutes Yeah. as far as the interview goes. And I did do uh, white lights, red lights with her as well. And that's not a euphemism. I did play um, the, the, um, actual same game I play with you. It wasn't a different version of White Nights, right? Like, it it <laughs> wasn't like, the, can I get it's, away it's, with? <laughs> <laughs> it's the same one. So yeah. um, I'm going to bring that up. I'm going to play it. Uh, I will take, Um, I don't know, it's up to you. I can leave our screens on, and that way, if you have anything you want to input, you can input, or I can kind of just take ours off, and we can just let it play, and then we'll talk about it after.
1: Um. I feel like if we do it to the side, we can like have our little input here and there. That'd be kind of cool so I don't forget anything.
0: <laughs> okay. That'll work. And then I can I should be able to just kind of pause things as, as need be. Yeah. So here is our here is my interview I did earlier today with the WRPF. I we go over kind of what her I don't know. There's not really an official title. She does a lot of things. She's a WRPF America's committee member, referee, meet director. She is the referee that qualifies referees and so on. And then I also, I can't say exactly what, but I do have some inside knowledge as to what's coming in the next couple of weeks that,
1: but it's not official till then. Yeah. So we'll, really we'll, call the, gonna... uh, we'll call her the, we'll call her the, the head uh, what was that, head of the WRPF in Colorado for like director
0: for, for the Rocky, for the entire, for the Rocky, Mountain. Rocky Mountain. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's what, that's, that's what we're going to refer to. Whereas we should, we do go over all that kind of stuff. Um, as you will see. So I'm have that up right now. Da, 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 da. Hey, look, there we are. And Maybe. here we go. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe. my button. It's not playing. Ooh. So, hey, what's going on, everyone? So we do have our guest finally this week. So WRPF America's committee member, referee, referee to the referees, meet director, meet promoter, and I um, don't probably a few other things. So we'd like to welcome Selena to our podcast today. How's it going today? Good. How are you doing? Just dandy. Thank you for asking. Good. So we'll start. start. We'll we'll start off. Just uh, I'll just have you tell everyone a little bit about yourself, um, background in uh, powerlifting. Uh, what uh,
2: in broad terms? What got you to where you are today? Okay, so I started powerlifting but not actually competing um in the sport in about well, I started doing the power lifts back in twenty twelve. I didn't do my first meet until about twenty thirteen. Um and that was a USPA meet. What got me in in into powerlifting was I was working at a gym and one of the trainers, or actually the owner, had a strength training class and he convinced me and along with a couple other trainers there to do this powerlifting meet. And at the time I was like, what the fuck is powerlifting? You know, like, <laughs> I don't know what the shit is. So they explain it and they talk about like, they were talking about like the singlet and shit. And I was like, I have to get on <laughs> up in front of everybody to fucking lift in a fucking singlet. You know how flattering that is. And it it was honestly... More intimidating than anything because I didn't know what it was, um, but I decided to do it, and it was like me and four other people from the gym, and that was state the state the Colorado state championship um, with USPA actually, and there were I believe five of us girls at that meet, and it was very intimidating. You know, I had a girl I had. You know, you vet other lifters, and there was a lifter from Wyoming, actually, and her name is Hallie Killian, and super intimidated by her. I don't get intimidated by a lot of people, okay, but she was she's pulling, you know, over four hundred pounds, and I'm like, I think at the at that time, I had just hit two twenty five. And I was like, "I'm gonna look like a weak little bitch, you know what I mean like wow, but I did it anyways, and she was really cool. me and her are good friends now um her her husband are awesome but um when i when I actually competed that day, I think there were two other girls in my weight class, and uh. I placed first and I set a bunch of records, state records. And I was like, holy shit. Well, I've never been an athlete in my life ever. I've never ran from, and I've never ran, ran from the cops, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) but like never had to do any physical activity when I was a kid other than something like that, you know? So I was like, okay, well maybe this is my thing. So I did, I did the next meet and did really well and then went to Worlds that year and placed second at Worlds. Um, I was only 30 pounds away from first place at IP, um, IPL Worlds in Vegas. So at that point, I was just bought in. I went all in decided to, you know, Jose Hernandez with USPA out in California, he was out here trying to really grow the sport. He was actually the ref of refs. He, I think he still is. Um, um, but he asked me to be a ref for Colorado. And honestly, we didn't have any female refs back then at all in this region. So Wyoming, Utah, Kansas, New Mexico, um, there was not one female um, ref for USPA, so I was like, "Sure, I'll do it." So went to Wichita and um, got, you know, tested out by Alan Ertz, which is a name that has been along for been around for a very long time. Actually, um, he was with USPF and then went to USPA, and he was basically my mentor as as far as being a referee, but. Um, and then just immersed myself in the sport. Became state records chair for USPA. Grew Colorado. Grew grew the powerlifting. Um, grew powerlifting in Colorado. And within, oh gosh, probably two years, maybe. Um, I was recruiting women. I was mentoring women because you know I I got a lot of women that were like. Oh man, you're so fucking strong. I wish I could do it. And I was like, "You actually can. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I started somewhere. You actually can. And come on, let's 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 get you lifting. You know." So um, we had a couple years after I competed that first meet. Um, same state championship, the same one, same USPA state championship. Um, we had two-day meet because we had to have one full day for women.
0: So you so went from five to an 40. entire day for
2: yeah. Forty women lifters that day, uh, that that year, and it's just exploded here in Colorado, which is great. I'm no longer with USPA. I have actually, you know, um, hopped over to WRPF. I love WRPF. I've been a part of it since 2019. Um, basically since its inception from bringing it over from Russia, because it is, you know, based in Russia. Um, But Russell Kern was named the president of WRPF Americas. So he brought on a team and asked me to, you know, get on board. And I said, hell yeah, you know, I love Gracie and I love Russell. I love what they have done for the sport in terms of, you know the Kern. They actually were the, you know, um, they were the the trailblazers for bringing um, money to the sport. Because before them, there was no cash payouts, none at all. Like you, you maybe a hundred dollars at a local meet or whatever. I don't know, but like at you know I are at um, world or nationals. You you're not gonna get money at that those those meets, um, but they decided you know, oh god when was it 2000? I want to say 2016 was the first. No, it was 2017 was the first Kern U.S. Open, but um, and they brought money to the table for for powerlifters, which is fucking awesome, you know. Yeah, so, I mean,
0: with uh, we've talked about it before with everything that gets put into it, um, it's nice to be able to at least feel appreciated by the people who put on the events of all the hard work, the money, and the time that's spent. Oh, yeah, getting, getting ready to, regardless of what it is, whether it's just a little bit of this, a little bit of that, to feel like someone's like, Okay, yeah, good job, thanks for showing up, we appreciate it. Without you guys, we wouldn't have anything, yeah, and so absolutely. So Devin, definitely to have to have people that can understand that makes a huge difference um, oh yeah and then obviously and i was going to say as well um you know, people like you women like you um that have helped kind of make it more comfortable for for other women to for what well, to make it so that other women feel comfortable stepping on the platform um you know wearing the singlet which isn't flattering it's not flattering for anybody i don't care what kind of shape you're in it, it's not a style that really accentuates anything on anybody, um, yes. but but it makes yeah. it makes every and, you know you guys help create an, an inclusiveness to 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 help women join on that um, and then on, on that token at the event the beat down and barbells that where we met um, the women's overall champ Danny, I, I told her that my daughter was there watching she's like you know. Just beeline over to where she at. I want to talk to her. We yeah. talked to my daughter. And was like, hey, what'd you think? She's like, oh, I loved it. And she's like, if you ever have any questions, ever have anything, yeah, you, you know, here's my social media. blah, blah, blah get a hold of me, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that, that's that's the kind of shit you do not find anywhere yeah. else.
2: Oh yeah, you know, Danny. Me, me and Danny go way back. I was I was joking with her during weigh-ins because, um. I've known her for for such a long time and yes, yeah, she's one of those one of those women that that are very inclusive that are, you know, like yes, I'll take you under my wing. You know, I'm not too good for anybody. You know what I mean? Even though she's fucking amazing and, you know, most people take it to to their head and and then well, there's some people out there that take it to their head and then they're like in in the grand scheme of things it's just fucking powerlifting, right? Um, so, but she's definitely very inclusive and very open to meeting new people and taking people under their, under, under wing. But I was, I was laughing with her on, for weigh-ins because I had a client say to me, um, she's a lifter in another federation. And, uh, she was like, yeah, I have a hip issue. And I went to this PT who's a power lifter and her name is Danny but I can't remember her last name, and I said, "Overcash, Danny Overcash," and she was like, "No, that's not it." And I was like, "Okay, what is it?" And she's like, "She's like, no, it's La Martina." And I was like, "No, that's Danny Overcash. I've known her for so long <laughs> that I still refer to her as Overcash. You know what I mean?" So we were laughing because like people know her now as Danny La Martina, not Danny Overcash. But back in the day, you know, back back in the day, a few years ago, not even that long, but you know, like it was, it was hours back.
0: In, it was back in a day.
2: Yeah, back in a day. Yeah, <laughs> and and you know, like to to piggyback off on what you're saying with women is, um, Gracie Davis, which she's great. Well, Gracie Vanoss, Gracie V. Um, I had always looked up to her. Um, Ever since I started with powerlifting. Um and how I knew about her was because I I followed a method conjugate. I followed a conjugate and she she um followed that method as well, you know, trained with Louis for a little bit. And but so I followed her for a while and then I think it was it was that at that world, actually. It was at that world, that first world. I'm pretty sure um, that I placed second. I saw her at the Golden Nugget because when we have, we used to have worlds nationals in Vegas. It always used to be at the Golden Nugget, so we used to have a whole week of lifting. So in July, a whole week of lifting for nationals, and in November, a whole, work, a whole week of lifting in for for in Vegas for worlds, and the whole hotel used to be just powerlifters, you know, because <laughs> we got a good rate and like it was just we took over. Well, um, I saw her at the pool, and I passed her. I, like I was outside, you know, I was walking down the. I, I don't know if you've ever been in the Golden Nugget, have you? I mean, it's been a long time. I have been
0: there, but not not to know
2: any of the. Obviously, the pool's outside, and then there's like this the the glass wall that you can see out into the pool, and you're inside. Well, I was like, I was the the people who are with. I was with. I was like. Holy shit, that's Gracie V. And I was like, "Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, you know what I mean? Like I was so <laughs> fangirling. I was just like, I have to go meet her. I have to go meet her. You know what I mean? Like I don't know what to say. She's out there on her phone, like I don't want to be in her business. Like what if she's you know, what if she takes offense because like I'm interrupting her? You know what I mean? Like I don't know. So I ended up you know, going out there and introducing myself. And I was like, oh my God, I've followed you for a long time. And I look up to you and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, what are your numbers? What are you going for? Like what, you know, like, <laughs> and that next day she was in my corner. She was there for other lifters, but she was in my corner. I have pictures of her slapping my back for deadlifts. You know, like, and ever since then, We've been like this, like we're like sisters. You know what I mean? Um, I love her dearly. She's treated me so well. Um, and so has Russell. So like, it's just people, women like her, like her and Kimberly Walford and, um, oh, who else? I know I'm forgetting people. Um, just, just other women in the sport who have been, in the sport longer than me took me under their wing. So I feel not an obligation, but like I should pay it forward. You know what I mean? Like I was intimidated too when I first stepped in. So why not give that back, that knowledge and that support and that encouragement to other female lifters that are coming in. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. The the next group that yeah. that's gonna be coming into the into the game. Oh
2: yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Well sweet. All right. Well that takes I mean, I think during all that you probably answered, I don't know, maybe half the questions that we came up with. So yeah. I had questions I had questions that I had, um Al- I had questions he had. So I'm just gonna kind of shoot through them. Um sure. and just just kinda kinda get an idea they're all wrpf based so that way anybody who listens can get a good idea of what the federation's all about yeah um, and, and maybe a little bit more than and obviously you've described a lot of uh, of what that is already um and you, i believe you kind of answered this already uh, but how long has the wrpf been in in America, I know it's been it's been a federation, like you said, over in Russia right. is where it started, and it's, I'm assuming it's been there for quite some time. How long yeah. has it been established here?
2: So it's been established here for about three years.
0: Okay, so it's it's still relatively young.
2: Yes, we so are in maybe. the embryonic stages. Yeah.
0: And then we, we've gone over your role, your roles, many yeah, roles, roles that that you take
2: on. I wear many hats. Yes. <laughs> um. And
0: then I was, as I was looking on the website, uh, you touched on it a little bit. I was going over uh, the WRPF Pro Series. Yeah. Is in so they had, as, as the Pro Series, your overall first place for men and women, uh, equal equal pay. Of ten thousand dollars for first place, four thousand dollars for second place, which both both are great. I mean, it's a great give back to those that have put into it. Oh yeah. Um, Did you guys? Was the pro series has that been since the inception, or when when was that put into place?
2: So that that has not been since since 2019. Um, actually, that started this year. So, and the way the pro so we don't we don't know how it's all going to look next year it'll be announced we're still looking at it and how we're, it's all going to play out we do still want a pro series we, st- we do still want something like that obviously because we you know it's always been where russell wants to pay you know pay out lifters and gracie wanna, wants to pay out lifters for their performance but um this year it was um the Kern... The showdown. So the current in San Diego, the showdown in Kansas City, and then um, Ree- Reebok record breakers in um, San Jose. Uh, what was it? what is it? Uh, what was the city? San Jose in that area, right? Yeah. California. Yeah. Um, but so, for instance, in that was the final payout. Yes, but they still had payouts. We still had payouts for people who won first, second, third place. At the Kern, first, second, third place at the Showdown, first, second, third place at Reebok Record Breakers. So, think about that. Think about if you're if you win, you know, if you win your weight class, or you, if you place you, you're the top male lifter, top female lifter, at the Showdown and at the Kern, then and then you get first place from, you know, all the three series because you only have to you only have to Compete in two out of the three, right? To be qualified. Okay. So that's some money. That is yeah. some money. You know, that is awesome. That is, it's fucking fabulous. So, yeah.
0: So there, there's plans to continue that. I mean, obviously that's something that they want to continue year after year after year. Right. Yes. But that's even a newer idea than the WRPF America in general. So it's still it's even more of a work in progress than the growing of wrpf in yes general. yes okay. yes absolutely right. so so there is there are plans to continue that for this upcoming
2: year yes yeah
0: and so then my next question would as be as far as so,
2: i know so as
0: far yes. as i know there's yeah there's an idea for it not necessarily that it's set but
2: yeah,
0: that, yeah. that's a goal so what what would it, what does it take for someone to qualify to compete in the pro series?
2: Well, you have to have, so the qualifying total is released every year. Okay. So usually it was, I mean, there was a standard back in, you know, it first, it first started out with, you know, being, there was a standard in 2017 and then it, it grew and grew and grew because lifters are getting stronger and stronger and stronger. Um, so each year it's reevaluated by the previous year, obviously, yeah. to get a qualifying dots. Well, it used to be Wilkes, right? So now we've turned to dots and it's a new formula with a coefficient to make everything pretty pretty even or you know level out. Um so now it's it's a dots formula. So I don't know the science behind that. I have no idea. I'm not that fucking smart, you know.
0: (laughs) So, so that's just so you have to have a qualifying total at a qualifying meet. Yes. Well,
2: yes, 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 you do. So yeah,
0: so so a sanctioned meet qualifying total would get you to where you're able to compete in in the pro series.
2: Right. Right. And and not only that though, because there's so many lifters that. Qual- that have qualifying, I mean, there's not tons and tons and tons, but there's more than 30 in each female and male. So yes, you have to have a qualifying total, but you also have to have an invite. You know what I mean? That's how it used to be. Um, now it's like, well, if you can get your, I think this past year it changed to, if you can get, yeah, if you have the qualifying total and get your um, your registration in, you can you can compete okay so and
0: and one of the questions that i had that was towards the top but pretty much every it's been answered time and time again as we've gone through this is what separates the wrpf from other federations um and what i've gathered just by by watching an event um, talking to you talking to other people is the actual giving back and the appreciation towards the, the lifters is yeah. the biggest thing that separates. Um, and then we've also talked about as well, the the goal for there to be uniformity in every meet, regardless of where you go. So no matter which meet you go to, you can expect that that is going to be run exactly the same, whether you're yeah. in Colorado, whether you're in California, whether you're in Kansas, wherever, yes, that, that you can expect the same thing.
2: Right, because it you know, our goal is I mean, our goal is to make the lifting experience, the, the experience for the lifters a good experience. They wanna come back and lift. We just want lifters to lift and have a really good meet and a good time. Um they work their asses off and they should be able to lift in a fucking stellar meet, right? And yeah, to give back to the lifters. Everything needs to be consistent. Or at least try to be consistent and follow a certain a certain guideline, so that the meet runs efficiently, right? Efficiently and consistent. Um, I think there's a couple other things that are that separates our federation from others, which is you know um, we don't have an approved equipment list. As long as it meets specs, I know the USPL just came out with released uh, that they're 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 also doing that as well, but you know, since our since the inception, since we started, we we have been, hey, this is this is a, a federation for the lifters because you know you have these approved equipment lists that these companies have to pay for to be yeah. on
0: exactly.
2: the federation, and sometimes it's absolutely fucking ridiculous, which is like fifty grand, and mom and pop shop can't fucking they can't afford that yeah
0: so so you end you end up having you know and and not there's anything wrong with the companies you end up having your big companies you end up having ghosts you have kabuki strength as these are they're like the only things that you can have which then not only is expensive for them to be approved on but then as somebody putting on a meet you have the most expensive equipment that you have to then get a hold of and then the athletes as far as well it's got to be um this brand this brand or this brand well that's what i'm
2: saying the, yeah. the approved equipment list is is in terms of the what the lifter is going to wear on the platform Okay. so there is an approved um what we have for the equipment like v- vendor, for lifting, right yeah. like calibrated plates the bars the you know er rack or a monolift. obviously um the the platform itself that's that's definitely never going to change um because you know, it's just it's 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 just what it is. You know, we know that meets run efficiently with that stuff. So um are supposed. we should have enough warm-up equipment, enough warm-up weights, shit like that. That's that's just set in stone. But what I'm talking about is like the gear, like a singlet Perfect. or wrist wraps or belt or um knee sleeves. Knee sleeves uh Shit like that, everything that you have on your body when you get on the platform, right? Well, like that shit adds up. You know, a, a singlet's ninety dollars, uh, knee sleeves are ninety dollars, wrist wraps are fifty to ninety dollars, uh, knee sleeves are are um knee wraps. Rats, yeah. A belt could be
0: two, three hundred, four hundred
2: dollars, dollars, three hundred dollars, right? So so that adds up. And then if you go to a meet and that particular company didn't pay that X amount of dollars, let's say it's 10 grand, right? That's a lot of money. And you show up to a meet that's a big meet, let's say worlds or nationals. And the, the ref that's weighing you in says and checking your equipment says, I'm sorry, you can't compete in that. It's not on the approved equipment list that says, you know, SPD, you know, Titan, all this shit. These are the brands that are approved. And what is the lifter supposed to do? Yeah. They're shit out of luck. And that's not a really good experience. That's stressful. Not only that, you have to buy new equipment now. Where are you going to get well, that new equipment?
0: And you already paid the entry fees to...
2: Right. And the that's,
0: registration fees to compete.
2: Yeah. And that's worst case scenario, though. Let's say yeah. best case scenario is... The equip- approve equipment list comes out. And, oh, shit, my shit's not on here. I've got to buy. I've got to sink another five hundred dollars into my gear. Yeah, exactly. That sucks. It's a hobby. Yeah.
0: For it's, most lifters,
2: yeah. for most lifters, it's a hobby, right?
0: Well, yeah. So, there's there's not a whole lot of them out there that are actually making a living, right? Lifting heavy shit. Right. At least not on a platform.
2: Exactly. So then that
0: so then that takes me to. Um, and we've talked about it before, because um, I was curious for my own place is what it takes for a gym to be certified. And you, you briefly touched on calibrated plates, um, the combo rack, the monoliths, um, deadlift platform is a, a plywood platform like that's carpeted. And that's, yeah. that's what the, the platform is. Yeah. Um, are there, do you guys have specific brands that you allow or is it just as long as those brands spec their stuff out correctly as, you know, as far as how they produce their, their stuff?
2: Just so long that it is, um, it's you know, it's a monolift or an ER rack, right, a competition, you know, yeah. um, bench and squat rack, right? So um, like you're not going to have someone squatting out of the Smith machine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Or in a, in a regular squat rack, that's not going to work. Um, in terms of certifying the gym. So there's two different, there's two different things there. So certifying a gym as a WRPF um, affiliate is a different program, but being able to host a gym is, okay. is separate from that. So like to be a meat director, you have to yourself have competed in powerlifting, right? Um, because you have to be a ref, um, so but you could host the gym like Zach. Zach hosted the gym or hosted the her hosted the the powerlifting meet for beatdown and barbells. He hasn't competed, but he has all the equipment, right? And so he was just our host gym, and me and Jacob were the meet directors. So we came in, we we went over a timeline with him every month of this is this is what this is what we're gonna do. We're, we're basically providing, you know, this, 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 uh, we need you to get this. You know what I mean? And it's really working with gyms on seeing how much they're going to want to help. Or if they're just going to say, Hey, I'm opening the doors to you. You have the full run of everything. Like, I don't want anything to do with it. It's just my name being on the, on the flyer. It's my name hosting it, hosting the meet. But Zach wanted to be very involved, which is great because he's awesome when it comes to running a meet. He, yeah, he definitely knew, you know, how to logistically help and and pull it off, and it it go really well. You know what I mean? So, and to provide that experience to the lifters. So it there's there's certain levels. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so you could well, say to me like you you know you could say to me hey. Um, I want to run a meet, like you said, you know, like I'm interested, let's see what we can do. And we would first need to see your gym, see how the layout is, um, what you have in terms of warm up racks, um, because that's important too. You don't want 40 lifters warming up on one rack in the back, in the back.
0: Yeah, and, and as, as we talked about, the, the layout of, of my gym is far too, ch- like it's, everything's separated, so it's not an open enough concept to where the gym yeah. itself would be able to, um, not to say that I wouldn't at some point like to have an alternative location that basically we would rent out. We, we, we've talked about that part. Right. And then, and, and we'll talk, we'll talk another time about the other, as far as yeah. like the WR being being a wrpf gym because and what that takes we'll we'll discuss that another time um, yeah just definitely. Because that that would definitely uh that, that interests me as well yeah um, and so then on the token as far as like you said to be a meet director um, you have to have competed because you also have to be a referee and and we've talked about what it takes to be a referee but just so anyone listening knows if they're interested in being a ref what does that what what does somebody have to do to make that happen?
2: So okay, so in terms of um, so both let me let me finish the meet director stuff. So okay. we've actually streamlined that, and anybody that is interested in being being a meet director for the WRPF can actually go to our website. Okay, so oh gosh, so they can go to our website and there's a drop down form that says. Um, um, meet sanction application, and they just fill that out and submit it, um, which then home office will see who it is and check to see if you are, in fact, um, yeah, there you go. In Dude, fact,
0: I, I was prepared. Yeah. I was prepared.
2: <laughs> so there's that. So all you have to do is go, usually, it used to be, and I think it still is in other in other federations, is that you have to go through the state chair. Okay. Well, it's very nice to work with the state chair for sure because the state chair knows your refs, right? Knows the refs. So yes, you want you want that um, that buy-in, obviously that support from the also the support from the state chair. You, you know, they're 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 your resource. You know, so yeah. you want to be in contact with your state chair um, just for that resource. Um, but you can definitely apply to be a meet director through the website, the wrpf.com, right? Um, To be a ref, you have to have competed in three meets, three sanctioned meets. So that also you can find on the website and you can apply to be a ref. You don't have to be referred like it used to be back in the day by the ref of refs or the state chair. Usually that's how it used to be, that someone referred you, someone um, convinced you, let's get you the ref test. And then you went through the chains of, you know, getting the ref test. Um, No, it's more streamlined now. So you can go directly to the website, fill out the application, um, do all of that. Home office, again, will receive that application and then go and look at openpowerlifting.com to see and verify that you have co- you actually have competed in three re- in three meets, three sanctioned meets because we can't just take anybody as a ref, right? Yeah. They sure. have to know, they have to have knowledge and experience in powerlifting to be able to ref a meet with credibility. You know what I mean? Like it yeah.
0: Well, and I w- I wish um other sports were that way as well or other I don't know, whatever you want to call them. Because uh, I know in, the, in bodybuilding, that's not the case. Um, I mean, in other powerlifting federations, that's not necessarily the case either. Yeah.
2: You can, you,
0: can tell by, you can tell by looking at half the referees that they... Yeah. And if they did, it may have been like 50, 60 years ago that they, you know,
2: dabbled yeah. in it.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No. I mean, yeah. It makes absolutely. sense. It makes sense. You know, yeah. You want you want somebody who's invested in 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 the environment, knows it, knows what to look for because mm-hmm. they've they've had to do it themselves.
2: And I mean, I love I love recruiting new refs, but it is it is it is a hard job. You're you have to be clear minded. You have to have some clarity, and you have to your eyes got to be real sharp. And yeah. you know, you have these big meets that I definitely rough. I rough the kern every year. I competed one year in it, um, but before that and after that, I rough I rough the kern. And the reason why is because you you have to be consistent. Yeah. Even even if your friends are up there or even if a big name powerlifter is up there, right? You have to be consistent. They just don't get a white light because they're so-and so right yeah um, I'm not gonna drop any names because yeah. <laughs> but you know well, I mean
0: even even at the even at the one a couple weekends ago there were there were some known people there
2: yeah and, oh yeah
0: and they didn't and they didn't get a pass just because nope. of other things that they've competed in or because
2: you know of, of like you said of who they are exactly and that's why I like to have um, like a ref meeting Um just to reiterate. Hey, this is what we're looking for. You you have to be consistent. I don't care if they're your friend, I don't care what their name is. They have to perform on the platform like like it says I in the rule book like everyone else. Yep. You know, like it just just be fair and consistent. Fair and consistent. Don't give away whites, don't, you know what I mean? Like obviously we're always going to um, give the benefit to the lifter, you know, the benefit of the doubt to the lifter. Um, but like, if it's egregious, you know, obviously yeah. y- you're going to get a red light.
0: <laughs> and then, so at the one a couple of weeks ago, so the, the Beat Down in Barbells was the first I had seen set up the way it was, um, but it also made a lot of sense having um, live bands along with the meet. Is that something that is going to be a regular thing, or is it just something that is an, a potential option going forward?
2: You know, I I can't really say about how some of the ideas Russell has. Um, he's got a lot of great ideas, actually. Um, he hasn't talked about that yet, um, but. I know for Zach, Zach wants this to be a, a year, an annual thing, which I think it's great for Colorado and we can grow it to a two day meet and and get some really, you know, high caliber. We had some high caliber athletes, very high caliber yeah. athletes for Colorado. I mean, for, for anywhere, we had high caliber athletes right here, a local meet. Um, but we'd like to keep that one obviously going every year. I think it, it was successful. Obviously, there's things that we need to improve on like there is on every meet. And, you know, I take that back and that feedback and and apply it and learn, right? So, but I'm not sure if it will go, I'm not sure if it will go, you know, nationwide with that. I don't know. It was a fun meet. It was awesome to have yeah. bands in the middle of everything. For sure, I mean, just
0: yeah, just some fine tuning with the the timing of everything, and you know, obviously like, with the first time, there's you're you're kind of trying to feel everything out as it goes. Um, yeah. But the the idea, and it was it was really cool to just, I mean, in between bench and deadlift, you you have this band just that just starts and just goes off. Oh it yeah. Great, it, it's it's kind of it all just gets well together. Yeah. college. Um, so I don't want to take a whole lot more of your time, but I don't know. I don't know if you've listened to one of our podcasts all the way through, um, and it's fine. I'm not going to. You don't need to answer because I maybe just don't want to even know the answer. So anyway, we have. So we, we do at the end. We do what we do a white light, red light game. Oh wow! So obviously, okay. I get. I, I give uh, some topics. And obviously, three white lights is one hundred percent Two white lights is pass, but there might be a little bit something in there. Okay. Anyway, so you know, just the same thing as judging. This
2: oh is, wow! This,
0: this is you judging.
2: This is me talks. being judged.
0: You're, no, you're not being judged. You are judging.
2: Oh, I am judging.
0: Yeah, so I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you four four kind of topics, and then you you give me your 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 rating on them. Okay all right are you ready yes okay so the first one would be um like the big ass duffel bag gym bags being carted around what is your thoughts on those
2: a big, <laughs> a big ass duffel bag being carted around so I, people come with a with,
0: with big ass gym bag just full of like shit for every single
2: lift that they ever do but they bring right. in the same bag regardless Okay, but are you is it to the gym or are you just taking it everywhere with you?
0: No, it pretty much gets like toted around like to every place that they go. That's one thing. Like cause I have I have a gym bag, but luckily I also have an office, so everything just kind of sits in here. But if I go travel, so this is just my thing. So if I go travel, I'll take my gym bag full of all my shit. I didn't I but then when I go into the gym. I don't take the entire thing usually in, I just take what I need for that lift.
2: Oh, no. So that's, that's a me personally thing. Okay, so I'm half and half on this because I will take my gym bag with me and I have my wraps, my knee wraps, my knee sleeves, my belt, three three pairs of shoes, yep. you know what I mean? Yep. Uh, my pre-workout, all that shit, right? I mean, I do not, and and I'm one of those obnoxious flyers that will not check my fucking gym bag. I will carry that shit on with me, <laughs> like I will, because like, what if it gets lost? That's right. My well, that's, custom I mean, that's, belt that's is like, lost. You know what that's I mean? A lot of shit. Yeah. That's it is. But I do keep it in my car at all times. Okay. Um. And I can't, I take it in every single time to the gym.
0: Okay. Do you carry it around with you as you go through the gym, or is it just something that you?
2: Oh, it's something I just throw in the corner.
0: Okay. So you're you're probably uh so you're you're probably I would I would say that would be more of a two whites one red.
2: Two whites, one red. Yes. Yeah. I think I I was leaning towards that too. Okay. <laughs>
0: and then um so as you said you you keep that in your car which brings me to my next one as using your car as a traveling storage unit oh so does so then so here's here's kind of a caveat to that is your stuff always in your bag in your car or is your bag in your car and your shit just all over in the car
2: no my car is pretty clean okay so my you, keep car, it
0: orga- you keep it organized. My car's pretty
2: clean, yeah. I I used to be like that and it's very chaotic and I hate it. So I try to clean my car out once a week and it's just like all of my gym sh- stuff is in its bag. So but, you're, you're, uh, but my kids and their gym shit is everywhere sometimes, so. Well, then I would say two reds, one and white.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Cause, yeah, you, you only have so much control over what the... Yeah, that's true. All right. So then the next one um, is... So the, it'll take a little bit of explanation. So cleaning of gym gear. So I would say, like, if you... Three whites is you're regularly cleaning everything. And then three reds is just kind of that rank-as-fuck type of... Like, it never gets touched. Where does your gear stand,
2: Matt? Oh, I don't remember the last time I washed my knee sleeves.
0: All right, so you're 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 looking closer to the to the three reds on that one. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I have to tell you, so Al- kai will be happy about that because um, when he first started coming to this gym, um, yeah. my wife walked in and she walked in, she wasn't even by where he was at. Just in the general room that he was in, and she like, she's like, "What the fuck is that smell?" And he's like, he's like, "I don't know, what does it smell like?" And she like starts getting closer. She's like, "Oh, she's like, give me your shit." And like she tried, like we tried washing that like once a week to get the smell out of it. Yeah, like, spraying Febreze all over everything. Oh god, go So. Oh my god. Yeah,
2: you're, my you're knee sleeves, My knee sleeves are pretty. Um, I probably wash them. Every couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> they're,
0: Every they're couple well,
2: years.
0: They're, they're of well I mean,
2: seasoned. Yeah. They're, yeah. I mean, I'll take them off and I'll be like, these fucking stink. And then I'll be like, throwing, I'll throw them at someone in the gym. I'll be like, stop. <laughs> 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 oh. It's funny. So
0: yeah. So you're definitely a three reds.
2: Yeah, pretty much. I have no shame either. It's whatever. I mean, well, good. the gym.
0: Yeah, might as well.
2: I, I'm pretty and smell good every other minute of the day. <laughs> might, as
0: well, might, might as well just, just get yeah. it out of the way in, in at least one spot. Exactly. All right, so the last one would be, what are your thoughts on fanny packs?
2: Oh, I brought fanny packs back in 2013. 17, 2018. I've been wearing oh. them since then. I've been you're wearing all, them for years. All, for them. all four of them. Good. I God. have probably 10.
0: Well, probably so then, then you need to get so I did I made those. I made the ones for the overall winners that I took to the meet. Yes. Um, and then I created different ones that I released on the website this week. So Ooh. now, now I do have some that are officially for sale that I didn't you know, have for sale before.
2: And you know what my favorite colors are?
0: Red and black. It better be
2: red and black. There you go. My whole gym <laughs> bag, is, my whole gym bag is red and black. My belt is red and black. My my belt is red with black trim and Vega on the back in like uh, um, it's embroidered in black. Yeah. And then my Atomic's are red and black. My knee sleeves are red and black. My wrist wraps are red and black. My knee wraps are red and black. (laughs) Everything red and black.
0: All my stuff is red and black too. Oh yeah, that's just that's
2: the best.
0: And that was was long before any of this was created. Everything was all, all already red and black, so it
2: just it fits. Yeah, but I love fanny packs because they are very, they, they carry everything I need. Why do I need a big-ass fucking purse? I mean, first of all, it could get yanked off my arm, right? Um, Who's going to yank my fucking fanny pack off of me? That's going to be really fucking hard. Good luck, dude. Good luck, right? But (laughs) my wallet, my keys, my lipstick, my lip gloss, my Glock. Right? Ready to go. That's right. Very concealed. (laughs) Very easy to get. Right, so So, your three white lights across the board, three white lights, yes.
0: All right, well, that I'm gonna, so I know that you have a busy day, so I don't want to, yes, I do. I think I probably took too much as it is. You're just wrap up. So, thank you for coming on, it was great. I really do appreciate it. Um, yeah, thanks for having me on that we've had,
2: Um, yeah.
0: And so then you also need to discuss with me what it's going to take for, um, the Lifting Ugly podcast to be the official podcast of the WRPF.
1: Oh. That
0: one can tell. So that, that's going to have to be the next discussion that we have. Yeah. All right. So if anyone wants to, anyone wants to follow you at Miss Fit and Strong, Instagram page, uh, the Vega Muscle Therapy.
2: Yes.
0: Is your business page? Yes, it is. Yep. All right. So anyone that is interested go there. Um, cause you do, um, sports, uh, you do what muscle trigger release.
2: I am a massage therapist. I'm a licensed massage therapist and a neuromuscular therapist. So I do, but it's, it's, I'm very sports specific, very, I'm a sports therapist, but I don't stick to just that. So I do sports trigger point, um, cupping deep tissue, myofascial release so it's more uh to help you versus you know going to the spa <laughs> <Gotcha>. <laughs> mm-hmm so the good stuff yes the good stuff all right so then yep. if you guys are if you're in the denver
0: area you can always get a hold of her for that as well yeah and then for all, all the wrpf of Mountain on instagram and the wrpf.com um, for all the information there again thank you f- for coming we appreciate it
2: yes thanks uh, for
0: having me on of course we will talk to you very soon
2: okay talk to Uh, you later bye
0: so i'm trying to think what else what else do we kind of talk about that was the majority kind of the the meat and potatoes of it all yeah does that seem like it covers a lot of stuff
1: yeah credentials Kind of about the WRPF, how the meets are run, being a sanctioned gym, hosting meets. Oh, um, you want to talk about the, uh, well, it's not fully off topic, but applying for Swedes training? Oh, yeah. So, um, Swede, Swede Burns,
0: we talked about last week, as, yeah. um, as if it has his program is the fifth set and mm-hmm. he's a coach. So he actually, it's funny to see that he posted up, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday, um, very specific instructions on how to email him as mm-hmm. he was taking on two or three new clients uh, that he would coach. And if you followed the instructions correctly, then he was gonna send out 50 emails with questionnaires. Um, so anyway, so it was, Wednesday, late Wednesday night, so it must have been on Tuesday, late yeah. Wednesday night. Yeah. Um, I got an email with a questionnaire, because so, I applied for it, because like, you know, shit, this opportunity doesn't come around all the time. So- It really doesn't, man.
1: <laughs> um, so
0: I figured I, if if I get the opportunity, I'll find a way financially to make it work, because the payoff would be, um, you know, kind of, like you said, in this this life that we've chosen, that's kind of a priceless deal that, yeah. you know. In, as far as the future goes, uh, so I filled out the questionnaire, sent that back. I haven't heard anything yet. Um, you know, I imagine he has to go over 50 of those. It's not going to be, yeah, you know, a quick process for him. Um, so, anyway, looking forward to that. If something comes about, great. If not, then, you know, figure it out it's from there. It was fun to at least throw my hat in the ring. And
1: I mean, he also and, has you know, uh, all of his instructional manuals and stuff too that are decently yeah, cheap.
0: And so, and basically, it's kind of what I was. I decided is, you know, even if he doesn't take me on, he does have um, his the base programs that he mm-hmm. does have out. Um, and I was like, well, at least so I want to learn. It's, I'm always, I always want to learn, you know, new new ideas as far as training goes. Um, oh yeah. So just just kind of get a get a hold of his his product and and put it to work, and that way I can have that knowledge on hand as well. Yeah um we'll see we'll see what comes about that here in the in the future mm-hmm. and then so then like i said i also we did white lights red lights um so the first one we did the first one for white lights red lights and so hold on i should probably bring up the little thing so that it looks official even though this whole podcast has kind of gone the way of
1: This is a little more rough around the edges
0: yeah (laughs) a slight shit show Mm -hmm. um so white lights red lights we'll let you take it away and do do the explanation
1: (laughs) oh man so imagine yourself bar in hand you're ready to go it's squat bench or deadlift time you pick one whatever you whatever you visualize is your favorite lift Bar in hand, ready to go, your biggest goal for that attempt right there, for the whole day in general, is three white lights, which means you got three approving scores, or three proper depths, or three proper movements from all three judges, you got your your two side judges, you got your head judge, and you're looking for three white lights, or even white lights. As long as it's a majority score of white across the board, you're good. But sometimes it doesn't play out that way. Sometimes we hitch the deadlift. Sometimes we pass out. Sometimes we uh, we don't hit depth. Sometimes we miss a command. It happens. I get it. But that means you're going to get a little bit more of a red score, which isn't good. One red, passing. Two red, whew, not good. Three, shit. it's You're not going to make it that day, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimately, we want three white lights or two white lights across the board. that is a passing score
0: white lights positive red lights negative all right so first on the agenda i kind of know your place so big ass gym bags
1: (laughs) carting around a
0: big ass gym bag
1: i originally started with a big ass gym bag it was a decline like like luggage bag and it, it was bulky it was big it was too much um so big ones See, unless you're like a multi, legged like geared lifter where you need like everything, plus your shirt, your squat suit, your deadlift suit, your briefs, you know what I mean? Like you got all kinds of shit. So if you need a bigger gym bag, I get it. But in regards to like what I need, just knee sleeves, shoes, elbow sleeves, wrist wraps, and my belt, I can fit that all into a decently small bag. So I'm going to say a huge lifting bags, two reds, one white.
0: And you and you just you drop your your bag in one single location, mm-hmm. and then dig out of it. You're not the carted around the gym type of person.
1: I don't need to. Like if it was a commercial yeah. gym, yeah, I had to do that when I was at Mesa Fitness and whatever because I don't trust people. Period. But um, at our spot, totally can because um, I don't yeah, think anyone's gonna dig through my shit <sighs> well,
0: no. unless they need salts or whatever. We're, we'll we'll get we'll get to another part of that that will explain that part um so what she says she has she has a pretty big gym bag has all of her shoes that she needs belts Mm -hmm. sleeves wraps um pre-workouts all that kind of stuff that she keeps on hand but she says she just kind of tosses it in the corner takes what she needs and then and then bounce and then so she did two whites one red she would prefer not to have to have all of it oh she does keep it all in one area. Nice. Always keeps it in her car so everything's together. Which Same. then brings me to the, the second Core. one, which is your car as a traveling storage unit. Uh, which for you right now, I'm pretty sure is
1: is case. pretty much my entire fucking <laughs> existence. <laughs> um, I hate it. I hate having a cluttered car. Um, it drives me absolutely batshit insane. So if I have to do it. Thankfully, I have a truck bed now, and I'll just keep, like, a to-go bag so I don't keep it in my car. Um, and I don't have to move my gym bag anywhere here, which is nice. And I didn't have to do it over there either, so uh, keeping my car as a mobile closet, three reds across the board. I hate it.
0: Okay. I think, uh, so she went two reds, one white. That's just because she has to cart around her kids and all their mm. all, all, all of their gym and that equipment and she said whereas hers gets kept in a bag theirs kind of just gets tossed everywhere yep so she went that way so then number three and this one kind of surprised me with her um, so I, I will, so cleaning of the gym gear three whites being regular cleaning and three reds being kind of rank as fuck <laughs>
1: Um, so for any of you that have, uh, not lifted with me in the past couple years, um, my SBD elbow and knee sleeves were so fucking gross. Um, but I didn't want to wash them cause I was like, yeah, it's got all my power in them. It's got all my lifter. like, <laughs> like I, don't, I didn't want to wash them. <laughs> <laughs> Until I busted them out one day and I left them on the uh <laughs> like the handles of the reverse hyper and the whole room stank. And I was like, fuck, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. So I threw them in the wash. Um so in regards to cleaning them often, I don't want to because I don't want to ruin the stitching. But if you like, I'm thinking like we'll wash them once a month or once every three weeks. How's that? So let's say Yeah, we all need clean gym gear. Uh let's do We'll do two whites and a red.
0: Okay. Well, I, I told the story about when Amber walked in the room when you had first started lifting there. Yeah. And just started spraying Febreze all over the place and
1: was like, what the fuck is that smell? <laughs> <laughs> you just let six stink-ass power lifters in your gym. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: what, okay, so what surprised me is I figured that she would be, you know, regular cleaning of yeah. No, she's like she's like I don't know. She said I maybe every once every one or two years.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She said I'll take.
0: She said I'll take my knee sleeves off and throw them at somebody. And be like, oh, smell this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love
0: that. So she says she's going with three reds because her stuff uh, does not get cleaned very often at all.
1: And I guess at that point, you should just buy new stuff. Maybe I don't yeah. know, like.
0: She well, she said, "I look." She said, "I look pretty and smell good the rest of the day." She said, "I need to have my moment."
1: You know, I'll take that. I've never thought of it that way. I don't stink ever. I mean, even when I'm lifting, I don't stink. It's just like my elbow sleeves and my knee sleeves. Like yeah, I never forget just, deodorant. I never smell gross. Like I, I don't know. It just, it just carries the essence. It does essence essence of alkai. Mmm. <laughs> Get that in a bottle and spray it.
0: And then the last one is pretty easy. So, white lights, red lights on fanny packs.
1: I mean, I'll, I'm going to give it three white lights. I'm going to give it three white lights. They're,
0: I don't, like, I, of course, I didn't wear one. I wasn't big on them in the 80s and early 90s when mm-hmm. they when they had their, I don't know if it was their first appearance. Their first appearance, of my knowledge. Um, I, I think I had one when I was a kid, but yeah. it was never really a thing I did, but I will agree three white lights, although I may not have one and wear one, the practicality of them
1: is legit. If you don't have pockets and like how much shit are you carrying, you know?
0: Well, you know, for women who don't want to carry around a purse and, oh.
1: you know, you
0: know if, if you're a guy and, you know, if you're wearing Especially, you know, if you're at the gym or whatever the case is, if your pockets or if you have shallow pockets or mm. your ring has no pockets, then obviously it's it's an easier way to carry around some shit versus an entire backpack. Very true. So and she said it's an easy way for her to carry her wallet. Um, what else did she say? Something else in her Glock. <laughs> And she's able to keep in there and have easy access, to if she needs to.
1: That's the, the crotch lock.
0: <laughs> yep, just a little <laughs> Love that. So, yeah, so she's three white lights. And anyone else who thinks that it is two or three white lights for a fanny pack, make sure to remember to go to LiftingUgly.com to get the Lifting Ugly fanny pack.
1: It's pretty nice.
0: Yeah. It's pretty. And it's, it's, it's good-sized. It's not like a little yeah. miniature one. Really no, it is. In. It's 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 for
1: hefty, hefty. It's fees. uh, you can at least put phone keys, wallet, at least.
0: Yep. And a gun, probably.
1: And and a Glock.
0: Yeah. If that so be your desire.
1: If that's your thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that ends up. That's our white lights, red lights for today. Um, so I apologize for the uh, technical difficulties. We will get. The interview will be loaded and available on youtube and the audio versions uh, for people to listen to that i'm going to actually see if i can just download everything put it together in a single video and then upload it all together is going to be my goal so it might take me a little bit longer but i'm going to try and make this work one way or another for sure so we'll do that um let's see what else make sure you follow all the lifting ugly pages everywhere you everywhere there might be a page search lift lifting ugly Unline Follow that it. if you want to check out minding and fitness where I'm coming to you from at minding and fitness on instagram minding and fitness on facebook
1: mm-hmm
0: kai here is at salty boy with an i instead of a y
1: underscore Marvel.
0: and somebody's having issues there in southern california it sounds like
1: Oh, did you hear the siren? Yeah. Yeah. People dying <laughs> on these streets. <laughs> That's right.
0: It's it's real out there in the hood.
1: Yeah, it is. It's real hood out here.
0: <laughs> out in San Diego. Out in San Diego. San Diego. <laughs> all right. Any life insurance needs, tax-free retirement needs, at Craig underscore legacy underscore life. For all of that, graphic needs, designs, art, zontopia.com, at Zontopia. Make sure to, to uh, help support us, patreon.com backslash Lifting Ugly. That is appreciated as well. Or if you want to definitely see some shit in return for the money mm. you spend, liftingugly.com. We talked about the fanny pack. Shirts, Do it. hats, sweatshirts, hoodies, uh, leggings, shorts, phone cases. I'm trying to forget There's a baby onesie on there. Oh... Beanies. I'm gonna have to scoop some of those up. Get some onesies. Yeah. Going. Some some. My future is lifting ugly.
1: Yeah. Onesies. Or uh, we we Definitely. should start making like pajama pants.
0: That would be. I I need to see if they they have those available. I I, I keep waiting for them to make regular sweats. Mm. But I can't get a hold of regular sweats. Everything is a jogger, which I just can't do.
1: No. No, I'm not going to wear that.
0: I don't want my ankles strangled. No. (laughs) So anyway, visit LiftingUgly.com for all of that. That pretty much wraps it up for us today. Again, this part seems pretty short, but I'm going to try and cut it in with the interview. So it will be a much longer podcast in the end. Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Next week, episode nine will be, I'm guessing on Christmas Eve. I'm cool with it if you're cool with it. All right. We'll see you guys Christmas Eve. Um, happy hunting this week with all of your shenanigans with Christmas
1: time. Everybody. Oh, God. I got to start doing that. Oh, <laughs>
0: good Lord. I'm all done. So I just <laughs> sit back and enjoy. Shit. All right. Everyone, <laughs> we're out of here. Peace. Peace.